Love that, guys. It is a this is a very weird one for me, guys, because by the time most people are watching it, I'm going to be drinking beer at the Saratoga Beer Summit. So, like, we like doing that live Saturday morning thing, but I don't know if I'll be live. Um, I definitely won't be on Sunday morning. I already booked a hotel room up in Saratoga. Like, I'm not playing. Yeah, yeah. Mama Levac and Dougie Kids, not stupid ones. I just heard what? something crack. There it is. Yeah, there it is. Okay, there you go. For our audio side, Levesque has already put something to his mouth. So yeah, another taped edition for our video side. Sorry, but the weekends are starting to get a little crazy here in the spring, and that's okay. That's fine. You still get what you want. You still get and guys. Yeah. I'm booked up, man. I got to Listen, there's that moment when you're talking to your friends and, and the people you work with and the people who work for you as the team president of the Albany Empire, and and, and you someone says, I think we need to be at the Saratoga Beer Summit. I think we need to have championship t-shirts for sale at Saratoga Beer Summit while supplies last. I think we need to sign people up for season tickets at Saratoga Beer Summit. I think we need to be there. And then everybody looks at me and goes, we hear you, Jeff, stop screaming. It's you, I said it, and uh, so I'll be there. I'll be there all day. Um, you know, uh, Vice President Matt Woods will be there. I know uh, Olivia, one of our empresses, will be there for the early session. Um, I know Rachel is gonna be there for the for the second session. I think there's we have, we have multiple empresses coming through. It's going to be a blast. I have Empire News, but you've been prattling on all day about your good friends at Mohawk Honda. So why don't you just talk about that? Yes, Mohawk Honda, the spot. New year, new ride for you wherever you're listening to this Levac God Show. It is worth the trip this weekend to get to Glenville, New York. Saturdays, it is bumping in there. Like I told Cam and Kenna just a weekend ago when I got the new ride, the 2022 Pilot EXL. Like everybody's coming in here. You do the same for yourself. Why? Because it's people that you can trust during the car buying experience. The inventory is there. The vehicle you're looking for, they're going to fit your budget, your style, all the things you want at Mohawk Honda 2022. I'll say it again, Pilot EXL sitting in the driveway. Snowed here in the Capital Region. My wife, Jordan, had no hesitation to take that car out to get her hair done today. (laughs) No problem. Jumped right in it. Said it's great in the snow. Good for her. Just took off. So she still just takes your car. She just takes your car. Like. So you've had, let me get this right. You've had two new vehicles. She's had none since you moved into your new house, right? And then yep. she just keeps taking yours. Okay, so she's actually had <laughs> two. She just takes yours. Okay, hey, hey, happy wife, happy life. Mohawk Honda, where the love happens and they always go out of their way to please you. And if your wife likes yours more than, than hers, she's going to take it. So why not buy a matching set? Uh <laughs> So before you get to this, I think you said something. I don't even know if some people knew this. I don't even know if you meant to say this. You did mention there was a promotion within the Albany empire involving Matt Woods. Did oh, I hear that correctly? Yeah. So we brought in uh, Ryan Hewlett. He's going to be doing our sales stuff. So, uh, you know, Matt has been awesome for us from day one and uh, he does way more work than I do. So he has been bumped up to VP. He is the vice president of the team. So uh, things are things flying along in Empire Land, flying along in Empire Land, which just gives me an excuse to make him do more work. So he'll be there early tomorrow at the beer summit as well. He'll be the one working. I'll be drinking. That's that's gotcha. And just to clarify, is he still the ticket contact? Like if you're looking for season yeah, tickets, yeah. he's still your guy. Okay, okay. That's yeah, we're gonna we're adding we're adding the staff on the ticket sales side and stuff like that already too. But um, he's so good at dealing with season ticket holders and. You know, we want to make sure that they're taken care of. You're our season ticket holders. You're the, you're the lifeblood of the freaking organization. So uh, he's going to continue to deal with that. Make sure that's even even if someone else does like take your call or whatever, Matt will ultimately be the one to make sure that everything is right because that's what he does. He's awesome. I hope he Matt Woods. Hobart's own. 
Yeah. You may make sure you pick the right Matt Woods, not that other schlub. Um, <laughs> um I, I don't know what I was gonna do. Oh, the NAL schedule. The schedule has been yes, revamped and is back out. Yeah. So what happened um to my understanding is in the interest of making it as fair as possible for everyone not named the Albany Empire, they move some things around. So, uh, so the new schedule is out. <laughs> you're half joking, but half uh, serious. Just to clarify, I'm not you're joking. Hear me I'm laughing. Not joking okay, at you're all. not joking at I'm all. Joking okay, at all. no. Okay, this. Listen, I could get, I could get in trouble for this. Uh, F it, I don't care. I, I, they. You look at that schedule, and you tell me that that was made in the interest of fairness. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, you know, I know that you. I know it's hard. It's hard to do. You got to juggle it. You got to figure out. Do your best. Whatever. But to have. The team farthest from, and I'm Hector, one of the team owners, Hector Garcia for the San Antonio Gunslingers. Great dude. Love that guy. Wish them all the success in the world when they're not playing us. Um, to, to take Albany and make Albany travel to San Antonio twice this year, once on a holiday weekend, you're, you're stacking the deck, my friends. Somebody's stacking the deck. Somebody bet against the Empire in year, in year two of their NAL existence, and Guess what? Jokes on you. We're still going to kick everybody's ass. That's all there is to it. That's all this there is, is my, to it. This is my new favorite part of the evolution of the Levac and God show, where I get the first dibs on asking a local president <laughs> of the team questions, and you may be able to answer me, or maybe not. And you've been very open about uh, it. So, uh, two part question. I know this. You know, yeah. Did this in journalism class one on one? Why did those changes happen? And if at all, can you explain what that movement means for the league, if anything? Why did those changes happen? I'll start with that one first. Um, I, I believe what actually came down was some of the other venues have have some scheduling issues. So, again, in order to keep the games, you, you, some games would have had to be moved during the week, things of that nature, stuff like that. I, I don't even I don't know the exact location. Again, I know I know San Antonio. Um, really really wants to play their games where they're playing their games so that worked out for them and everything so in the interest of fairness our home dates didn't change so like if you if you were looking at your schedule and you bought your albany empire season tickets and you're like oh great what's gonna happen on april 23rd we're still playing on april 23rd at mvp arena it's just now we're taking on carolina instead of jacksonville so i have to go back to the drawing board put away all the jaws clips the jaws getting exploded you know, and, and, and pick out new stuff. Um, but it, yeah, it was, it's, it was scheduling stuff and it all came together afterwards. Uh, it's fine. I saw a lot of people notice that the league had um, flubbed one of them. So it was, if you looked at the original press release, it looked like the empire played five home games and seven road games. Uh, trust me. I saw it as soon as you did. It, what <laughs> happened was we are playing a Sunday game this year, uh, 2 PM. On um, on Sunday, the last Sunday, the last game in June is going to be um, a Sunday game. Two o'clock kick, twelve o'clock block party. It's going to be a blast. We're in a very big family game, but they accidentally made that game at Columbus instead of Columbus at Albany. So the, you know, so we're we're on the phone with the commissioner and the, and the office, and hey, you guys, uh, you sure about this? Uh, no, I mean you guys might be right. No, no, we're right. We're right. We're not buying tickets. <laughs> We're not flying to Columbus that weekend, guys. We're not doing it. Sorry. So it's, uh, you know, but it's the cool thing about the NAL is, you know, I, you can make that call. You know, I, like as our owner, Mike Corda, uh, myself, you know, Coach Tom and Oz, GM Tom and Oz, like they they pick up the phone when we call. 
So that got rectified really fast. It looked, I, I was just glad to see somebody else make a typo and not not me. So it was fine. <laughs> but yeah, this is the schedule now. So what you see at albanyempirenal.com, that's the that's the final schedule. Um, and we're gonna roll. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and take this league down again. I always like when our minds are working together because you already knew my second question. You already answered it for me. I was going to talk about Friday, Saturday, Sunday dates and if it was about exposure or getting teams out there or getting a different spot, any of that stuff. And you answered all that for me. So thank you very much. You know, you know, what's funny is like last year, as tough as last year was because of, you know, COVID and the pandemic, we basically had free reign. You know, you can do whatever we wanted. The, the arena didn't have a schedule, you know, to mess with. This year, the MVP arena staff is kicking ass and taking names booking things um so we you know we had to be more flexible that's why we had to do a sunday game but i'm kind of excited to see how that works on a family level like i think i think if we you know really really amp up the the family fun the you know we as a people are used to football on sundays so i think it could be a very good time i think it'd be a fun block party maybe we'll get your bubble guppies to play that or something All right, i don't know let's go um, bubble guppies <laughs> but uh it's it's going to be you know the the arena is just i i'd like to you know this half joking half serious thanks for booking wwe the night before our home opener that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> right off of wrestlemania we the crew. Too, right yeah the crew the crew is going to like at the arena they're think about this guys they got to set up and tear down a wwe event and then set up of the the home opener for us like uh, those poor guys like i i you know i joke about how hard it is on us the crew at the arena is going to be we're going to walk in they're gonna be like we just, i think you're good go ahead <laughs> that's a live smackdown on a friday night post wrestlemania there's a part of me that just wants to show up and just be like no 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 i gotta be here for an event tomorrow i'm just gonna camp out and see roman reigns and charlotte flair the broadcast is in 24 don't worry about when the broad i'm just gonna hang out here in the top and Call me later. My office That's opens okay. into the concourse. I mean, let's let's just go. Right. Acknowledge us. You know, <laughs> let's, let's go. Let's do it. I'm not scared. Um, uh, anything yeah, else to add? No, nothing about the playoffs. Nothing. All that stuff's way in the future, right? You're just focused on this and then open tryouts and roster stuff. All right, so we're just focused on March and February. I won't even get you stressed about the rest of the summer. You've got enough on your plate. No, I mean, I'm 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 in a perpetual state of, of stress. That's that's what it that's what it's all about. Um, but I do know that uh, we are going to be at the Empire. We're going to be at the April 16th Firewolves game. At halftime, we're going to come out. They're going to acknowledge us as the champ. Acknowledge us. Like as Roman the Reigns. Yes. Uh, can and, we play um, the music? <laughs> like Roman Reigns' music? I mean, they'll probably already have it queued up for the following week. Might as nice. well, right? Um, our, our empresses are going to they invite, our, invite our empresses to perform at halftime of their April 16th game. And then at our April 23rd home opener, we're going to have the Firewolves cheerleaders out there, the dance team. They're going to have, we're going to say hi to those guys. And if you buy tickets to the 16th, we're going to give you, for the Firewolves, we're going to give you a ticket to our 23rd game, our home opener. And then if you're at our, our 23rd game, the home opener, you buy tickets to that, they're going to give you a ticket to the last regular season home game on April 30th. Woo-hoo! So. Yeah, we're getting together with our roommates and making nicey nice and you know sharing the microphone and, and having some fun. We're going to tag team the all the professional outlets that we can get a hold of and hopefully championships all around over at the MVP Arena. 
awesome stuff coming up for the Albany Empire. Cannot wait to be a part of it. Andrew Santillo has now become the Troy Aikman of broadcasters. I texted him. He doesn't get back to you. Santillo gets more run on this podcast than anybody. He He's he's seen the leverage broadcasters get now, and he wants it. So we see you, Andrew Santillo. We know we're watching this right now, prepping for the season. Get back to LeVac. Quit playing phone tag with him. That's no, I, it's actually, actually, it's the other way around right now. I got to get back to him. I haven't, I've been so busy. I mean, so yeah, he's like, dude, like, what does he need? Like, you're, you, you did it last year. Do it again. Go talk football. You already Go, know my request. Let's do football. What? All I want is the sure. cubicle in the press area, just like the NFL team. That's yeah. all I want. I'm going to bring my own sticker. Just set it up I, for me. I, you, go ahead. Go ahead. Just don't get in the way of the ticket sales crew. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You listen over at the MVP arena, Mikasa Isukasa. Woo. Uh, we got a lot of dates you just went through. I want to make sure I hit this date too. So people don't forget coming up in March. It is the Lily and David Fine Jewelers annual wedding band. Speaking event. of rings. That's right. March 4th and March 5th. March 4th, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. March 5th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at their new location at the shops of Wilton. Guys, how about this? If you're prepping for your wedding, buy one, get one free special, or buy one, get 40% off whatever works for you. Trust me, as someone who did this, who took advantage of this deal that Lily and David Fine Jewelers offers. It's a huge deal when you're prepping for a wedding and you're breaking down the finances. If you've already got engaged, hopefully you were smart and bought your engagement ring at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. But either way, and Corey and Greenwich, I'm talking to you especially, buddy. I know you actually got your <laughs> ring at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. So oh, go wow. to the wedding day. Yeah, he did. Shout out to Corey Greenwich. Did he uh, pay in like the- maple syrup and stray cats? I actually want to ask Alyssa, hey, did somebody <laughs> smell like a cow come in? And ask for oh, he never smells. He what never I didn't smells. say, he smelled. I don't know. He could come he off the farm. Smells. I don't know. He Corey, you don't smells. smell. I'm sorry. I didn't know how to identify you there. I identified <laughs> you as a farmer. Did somebody look really like uncomfortable around expensive things come in and just kind of what, what, what eyes wander around? Could have been Corey, Corey. Please go to the wedding band sale and anybody else, please go to the wedding band sale that first weekend. In March, at their new locations, the shops of Wilton, it's Lily and David Fine Jewelers. There's my wedding band right there. And when you stop in during the wedding band sale at their new location off Route 50, tell me you heard about it from Levac and Gaz. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Levac and Gaz. That's us. Uh, well, you can find us, uh, you know, Godzilla Media YouTube, Techie Firewater Restoration Facebook page, uh, random other locations, you know, uh, blurred. You, if, you're, if you're in the vicinity of my house, you can probably hear me right now. It's very cool. Uh, that's that's how you hear this podcast. That's it. Levac, I'm a little a little jealous, a little jelly, uh, a little mad, a little angry about all these Syracuse stories that are coming out today. All right, so so for perspective, why are you mad and jealous about Syracuse stories? Because you and I have done, I'm not even going over the hundreds, hundreds of coach interviews. Whether it's Tom Anas from the Empire, Coach Carm from C, we'd have to run through the list. You know, hundreds right. of interviews we've done with coaches. I think it's fair to say. They are the most difficult people to get a, we'll call it an aggregate quote out. What I mean by that is like, if they're going to give you anything besides like maybe a starting lineup and that's tough, it's really difficult to get headline news out of a weekly interview with a coach. Would you say that's a fair assessment? Uh, I know I don't care about them. So it doesn't really, it's not, I don't, have to put, I don't put a lot of effort in, but you obviously, yeah, I, I've seen you struggle for it, stress over it. I, you know, they're like they're like a couple hours away. What do I care? You know? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I, I should rephrase that. I'm talking about the capital region. Like when you've done interviews oh. with coaches, have you ever like? Don't you find it difficult to like at the end of the interview be like, "Wow, we got oh. a lot out of coach so and so"? I should have rephrased that. 
Oh yeah, no, I, absolutely. The the Coach Carm ones were always the ones that that caught fire the fastest because that turd over the newspaper would like not credit us, but instantly write down everything he said. I'm sorry, I thought you meant was it hard to get quotes from the Syracuse staff? And I was like, no, I don't no, no, care. no, no. From they, from just whatever. coaches in general, like I feel like a lot yeah. of coach interviews, and this it's not a shot of coaches. It's just how yeah. the the thing yeah. is from D one to Division. Coach three, Carm, like, could, Coach Carm could say I like spaghetti, and that jackass would be like, Coach Carm says Italian food better than anything out there. Screw you, Chinese food. Like that, yeah, that guy would sit there and just do that. But yeah, and look, Coach Will Brown, he loves to talk. We love talking with him. Uh, Coach Patsos is probably the one who would give you the most material if you ask our pals. Whether you want it or not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just bring that up because of this. On uh, I'll, I'll give the shout out to the station. TK99 in Syracuse is the home of the Jim Beheim show. And Coach, on the most recent episode on a Thursday night, said that his sons – Jim Beheim the third, Buddy Beheim, and Cole Swider are leaving. He, he just said it on the show. He's like, they're gone. Yeah, they're all gone. Buddy, Jimmy, Cole, they're leaving. Wait, wait, wait huh? And by the way, the, the Syracuse market, good for you guys, because that hits on a Thursday night, and the local paper there, Syracuse.com, didn't really publish it on social media until noon. We just talked about aggregates, like to get it go viral. Whoever had that code figured out to wait 12 hours on that, send me the code stuff, because I want to figure out that, <laughs> that thing you guys just did with that number. But uh, uh, well, the Bayhams are leaving. I thought this was the whole thing that all the Bayhams are supposed to leave together. I thought Buddy, Jimmy, and Coach Bayheim were all going out of Swan Song Final Four National Champ. We, what happened? May, were you right um, all along about Bayheim maybe just never leaving ever and overstaying his welcome? Or is he leaving? Is this it? Is it? Is it done? Is it finally over? Did somebody finally date Dracula? Is it? I, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I think. I do think he'll never leave, honestly, but with them all leaving at once, it does it does beg the question, is this like, hey, I'll let you guys have your moment. You know, almost like when you do the timeout at the end of the game, let the let the, the scrubs get in the game. You know, hey everybody, all right, come on. You guys want to get on the court too? All right, go ahead. We already won this thing. And then when it's all done, he'll walk out and go, and by the way, I'm done too. I peed my pants. The whole thing, man. Like, none of it makes sense. None of it, Levesque. In that same interview, he said he's going to play man-to-man defense. So you're telling <laughs> me the guy who's played zone for 40-plus years and the guy who has two sons on the team is all of a sudden going to say, yeah, they're leaving. we got a whole new recruiting class coming in. See you guys. I'm just – I'm blown away by this because I don't, I don't know what else this guy has to accomplish. He's got a well, national the, championship. He's had final fours. He's got all the way. You coached your sons good. Thanks, man. Like, what are we doing? Are we but doing? saying man-to-man almost makes you feel like he's trolling everybody. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like one of those. Yeah, it's just like, all right, hey, uh, you jackasses. Yeah, we're playing man to man now too. And by the way, we're changing all our uniforms to green. Like it's not, you know, we're we're no we're the Syracuse green now, guys. Just so you guys know, like, because he would. He's a miserable prick. I could see him doing that, but it does it. As you said, what does he have left to prove? How I know you don't like this, but even when Syracuse is at their absolute best. They're not really an ultimate contender for the championship. They always make a good run. They always piss people off in the first few rounds. So, you know, squeak along. But it just doesn't – they haven't been that force to reckon with in a very long time. As you yeah, showed that, by jumping around and screaming when they get when they that, actually do something good. I know that hurts, and especially with the Syracuse poster behind my shoulder here and the banner behind me that it's been so long. One of the great callers of any upstate New York radio station is a guy named Pat in Syracuse. Hopefully he'll watch this clip. Shout out to Pat. Passionate guy. He found this stat. 
that Syracuse basketball as a ranked program has not won a game at home as a ranked team since 2014. There's no way that's right. I'm starting thinking about this. I'm like, wait a second, Pat. I don't know how far you dug for that stat, but I'm not going to doubt you on it because it makes a lot of sense as a ranked ranked team. Right. Like you found it. That's crazy to have that type of perspective on that program of what's happened that long. But like I'm now at this point, and you and I have had a lot of conversations about like Syracuse and coaching and all that stuff that I was all ready to have one big final season. And the Capital Region connection, of course, is Joseph Gerard III. I thought right. JG3 was going to be a huge part of this where he would go out with the final season and the Bayheims would go out. And for those who want to clarify, yes, Jimmy and Buddy are both seniors, but because of COVID, they are both eligible for another year. Like they can go and use that. That's why some people are going to listen to this and be like, guys, they, they're seniors. Why aren't they just leaving? COVID has offered them the opportunity to take another season. That look, it how is this better for the program? Like, how is it? How is this better than next year, Levesque? I'm not going to be yelling and screaming to the microphone on a random February screaming. How is this getting better? Right? Like that, that's the simple, honest answer. I can't tell, like you just said a few minutes ago. I can't tell you Syracuse basketball heading into 2022, 23 is in a better spot than they were when we, you and I started talking about them in 2016. Hell, in 2000, it's not going in the right direction. It's not. The question becomes, though, does Bayheim want one more, like, great run at the championship? And if he does, and you're a recruit, and you look up and you go, yeah, coach, I'd love to play for you, but I have two problems. Number one, I don't know if I get the zone. And number two, your kid's on the roster. He plays my position. I'm not I'm not losing minutes to your kid because I'll never beat him out. So he comes out, and the first thing he says, the kid's gone. Don't worry about it. That spot's out there. And you at least float the man. So anybody who's like, oh, okay, well, let, let me at least give it a run then. And then you, like, when the kid, once he signs, you just, you know, no, zone, figure it out, bitch. But, like, clear clear the space. Here, like, hey guys, hey, we had we had a good run, Bayham boys. Beat it, Dad. Daddy's gonna go win a championship now. And maybe you know what? Maybe Buddy thinks he's going to the NBA. Like maybe Buddy Bayham was the best player for the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament last year. Maybe he thinks he can still go. I don't think a year difference would have been that much for Buddy Bayham. I think he's still gonna struggle. And by the way, when you're listening to this, just toss this out there. If you're listening on Saturday, Syracuse does play Duke Saturday night. I was there the first time they played. It's truly one of my. It's probably my second. Third, favorite Syracuse basketball moment. The Jerry McNamara senior Dave sad because he left and he lost and everything else. But like football, it's like McNavigan's Virginia Tech throwback. They storm the field and they beat Miami. And then this game where it goes into overtime breaks the record. This feels like like lifetimes ago. This is Coach K's final right. time playing against Syracuse. And I know that's not Carolina, but like even the hype around this, like I would have been going nuts about it with you for a week. It doesn't even have that same type of, dare I say, jazz around it feel. You know, like, you're not as hyped for Duke Syracuse. Look back, we went under the orange roof with Zion the last time they played a couple of years ago. This isn't a Zion-type yeah. feel to it. We were more fun a couple of years ago, too, though. It's not all the basketball's fault. You know, we're a it's little us. less fun now. Yeah, it's we're a little now. less fun. <laughs> like, I, I'm working three jobs. You've got a kid. We're a little less fun. We were more fun back then. Let's play. Let's put the blame on you guys. People. Okay. Yeah, we've changed. You've it's changed. Nice. You've changed, Zion's guys. Um, I, I kept, I kept waiting. You, I mean, historically, you know, I'll watch a little bit of college hoops while football's been going on. 
But generally, once football stops, once the Super Bowl, you know, lights go dark on wherever the Super Bowl's being played, that's when I dive into to college hoops and NBA, like, with both feet. I keep waiting for that switch to flip, and it hasn't happened yet. I'm wagering a little bit because I got the apps, but, like, like I went, I went, I went deep on Boston the other night over, over Brooklyn. Great play, fun play. But at the same time, I don't, I'm not into hoops the way I, I would, I thought I would be by now. Duke Cuse, even a down year Duke Cuse, you're going to watch. I don't really, I, I mean, unless I, unless I calculated horribly for tomorrow and I rented a hotel room to watch Duke versus Syracuse after the beer summit, instead of going out in downtown Saratoga and then staggering back to my hotel room, I'm not watching that game. That's heartbreaking. I know. I, and I totally get it. I can't sell you on it. I wish I could sell you on Duke Syracuse. Like, Lenardi thinks Syracuse is going to win. I can't tell you if Syracuse wins, they're going to be in the tournament. Or I can't even sell you on it. I can't. No. It breaks my heart. I mean, maybe if I bet it. If you can sell me on betting it, I might. you might be able to sell me on watching it. Can't even do but, that. Well, then then I guess we're SOL here. I, whatever. It's done. Well, Levesque, you might you might sleep through Syracuse Duke this year. Dude, that's the one thing I was like, I just thought of that. Like, I've got my bag. I started throwing stuff together because I got to get up early tomorrow and run out the door. I was like, I didn't put my mouthpiece in it. Well, of course you can't, dumbass. You got to use it tonight from the Ingram Sleep Center in Balsas Follow, Dr. Fred Dreer. Got to have my mouthpiece. I'll get kicked out of the hotel. Like, if you're in if you're in <laughs> a hotel in the downtown Saratoga area tomorrow night and you hear a polar bear eating a garbage can and you're like, what is that noise? Why, is it, why does it sound like a chainsaw in a hurricane full of badgers? Um, the, the actual Wisconsin team, not the animal. Um, it, it's, it's cause I didn't put my mouthpiece in. You just find out, like call down the front desk. You're like, listen, I don't know what room he's in and I don't care. Go tell the back, put his mouthpiece in. Doctor and the crew of the integrated sleep center. You were a part of getting this thing measured out for him. It's custom made for him. Get his mouthpiece in him so that the rest of Saratoga can sleep. This is absurd. Um, but no, it makes a huge difference. My, my rest level is so much higher. I hear these bed commercials talking about junk sleep. I know exactly what junk sleep was. I'm never doing it again. Let's rock and roll. Make the call today. If you're snoring, if if you maybe you're like me, people are like, hey, I think you stopped breathing in your sleep. No, go over. You think yourself you're sleeping, it doesn't matter. Change your whole life. 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Drew in the Integrative Sleep Center in Balsa Spa, helping me sleep better. And by doing that, helping the entire Saratoga area sleep better tomorrow night. Love it, man. Shout out to everybody over there. Shout out to Doc. Can't wait to hang out with him again very soon. Yes. Uh, I, I, I think he's, he's going to be at Beer Summit, by the way. Oh, is he? I, I just, yeah, our buddy Joe Lynch just told me, he's like, hey, you think you're going to stop by? I'm like, dude, I'm a vendor. Like, I'm, I'm going to have a table set up. Like, I don't even really, like, want to do any work at the Beer Summit. Let's be real. <laughs> I, like, completely sold it to my boss so that he would pay for me to be able to be there all day. And then, like, I'm, I might try to submit the receipt on the hotel. Who knows? I don't. We'll see what happens. But like, yeah, he's like, yeah, Doc's gonna be here. I'm like, rock and roll. All right, hey guys, I'm here to lead, but I'm gonna lead my way over to that beer. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like how we're hitting the road here. You got the beer summit. I'm yep. in Oswego on Wednesday. The following Was it a week- bachelor party? No, no, no. I, a little Godzilla Media networking recruiting event, which is kind of fun. Uh, networking I, recruiting it you're trying to find more people for this crappy podcast more that we're people might be joining godzilla media that's right the potential new uh contributors joining godzilla oh. media i can't oh. tell you oh i can't tell you who's joining us yet nobody watches this crap but we're live they're not gonna watch it now either come on i can't tell you who's joining us then i'm in atlantic city to the are Mac you sure we're recording because it says live on my screen are we recording or are we live <laughs> yes we're recording. i hope we're live <laughs> we're not <laughs> we're not live <laughs> 
And then Atlantic City, and then we got a Hooter show coming up for March Madness. Then we got the we are packed. We are on the road. All that stuff. Hopefully, at some point when we're on the road for all these shows, baseball comes back. That'd be nice. What's what happens first? Major League Baseball plays or Stone Cold Steve Austin returns to the WWE. Have you heard the rumors? Have you heard? Yes, I have heard the rumors. The answer is baseball. He is not. I've said this. I told I told uh, Jamie your friend over there at the Empire, director of communications, that if Stone Cold wrestles in a match, like actually comes out, glass breaks, walks to the ring, bell rings, I'm doing a show with Stone Cold. That is overriding whatever your daughter, when, by the way, shout out to Hooters because the Levac and Gaz Bracket Challenge, Gaz and Media Bracket Challenge is back. More information coming in March. Finally, after a two-year hiatus, your daughter and I will go in one-on-one. If Stone Cold comes Is she back talking to you? Because she's not talking to me. So you gotta, you might have to call her and ask her. All right, I'll ask She's her. 18. If, Dad's stupid. If he actually comes back and does it, that's the outfit. That is the punishment. Head shaved, going to the St. Baldrick's Day. The cut sleeve shirt, the goatee, the double knee braces. <laughs> so I don't. So the answer is baseball, because I'm very confident that Stone Cold's not coming back. I He's coming. I think, I mean, they, they take these people who aren't any good, and they put them in matches. So why couldn't they take a guy who actually knows what he's doing just has to be protected and put him in a 19 years. Lamech has been 19 years. Well, how long was that? Edge was out for a, Nine. Or, yeah. a long time. Yeah. yeah. So, and then again, it's not like it's not like you need him to carry the match like you would when he was younger. You just need him to go out and do the, the Stone Cold Steve Austin crap. You know? Just, just yeah, gr- glass breaks. He stomps down, stunners somebody, does the double birds, drinks a few beers. He's on his way. Yeah. Um, oh, that would be good. Read that. Read that for our audio side. If you could stone side. cold stunner Manfred. Uh, you know what? I say no. I say no, because I think we've now learned that Rob Manfred is actually Emperor Palpatine. He's the evil guy from Star Wars. He's a Sith Lord. You know, he was doing the interviews. There's lightning coming down behind him. That was actually coming from him. Um, what the deadline is Monday. I don't think they hit the deadline, but I do think baseball is like, I, I Push it back a week, two weeks, three weeks, something like that, and then we're in. It's going to be – because then also by the time baseball comes back, even if it is like two weeks late, right, you are going to be away from almost all of the COVID stuff. Like like the CDC is now starting to lighten up and things of that nature. Like once you get to that point where travel lightens up, baseball is set. And my, my cruise stock goes through the roof. But you know that's that's neither here nor there. I'm so mad I didn't buy the cruise stock with you. We were still together when that was going on. Remember, I, think I told I you I said like, that to you. Oh, yeah, I told so you I was like I was looking stuff. at one of them. It was like it usually was like fifty two, fifty three dollars a share. It was like eight dollars a share. I'm like, I'm just gonna throw I'm gonna throw a hundred bucks worth of this together for here, and now it's like four or five hundred bucks of it. It's already up to like thirty bucks a share or something like that. And it's just you know, and and we're not even open yet. So I actually had then, to vote for I had to vote. I had to like as a I had I own enough Ooh. shares that I had to vote. <laughs> so luckily Matt Woods, the VP over at the Empire, he used to work in the financial district. So I'm like, help me make votes. What do I do? And he's like, I don't know these people. And he goes, but that looks trustworthy. That doesn't. <laughs> Whatever cruise line this is, they're gonna hear this info at one point and be like, We lost by one vote, and he yeah. was the deciding factor. He just gave it Listen, to somebody. I'm just gonna put it like this. If you had sir in front of your name i didn't vote for you i don't want you running my cruise a lot of- <laughs> i don't i want americans running my cruise ships 
Mark. You, you, that's right. You were more, by the way, uh, optimistic about the start of baseball than I've been through this whole process. I even thought, I told you this before the show, I'm like, I want an update. Like, give us something to talk about rather than, well, nobody's moving. Even Jeff Passan's like, guys, yeah. give me something. Like, I know you're both going right. to be feeding me info, but I at least want to go on the it's really boring. I'm showing up doing these interviews in hoodies now. Like I'm not even dressing up at this point. I'm going to stop shaving if no one's going to talk to me. Uh, yeah, I don't feel as optimistic because I, I don't have a reason to be optimistic. It's one of these weird like relationship fight things where somebody. You, you want a reason to be optimistic? Huh? Did, did they play during the during the full pandemic? Uh, did they play in the pandemic? Yes, they did. So this you're going to tell me that you you figured it out. With all these same issues, even though I, I get it, the collective bargaining agreement is up now and they're trying to figure it out. You figured it out during all of that. Now the world's starting to open back up and you're going to be able to pack stadiums out at open air stadiums. You're going to pack them. They're not going to figure it out this year. They're going to eat it this year. They might eat some of it. They ain't going to eat all of it. They're going to play. That's what... I- Oh, they'll play. I, I agree with you on that. I think they'll play. I think 162 is the question. And the most interesting thing is that last part you added there, right? Like the people that are going to pack the stadiums, the people that are going to go to the games. This is what I thought about probably the last 24, 48 hours of we are not at 94 yet. You know, I brought this up to you last week. I'm like those no. diehard baseball fans. And again, I think there's a difference between a strike and a lockout. That should be reminded that there was a strike in 94, right? lockout here in 2022 where the owners have locked out the players that's a little bit different just from the sense of all that but there's still no baseball that are those diehard fans that love baseball is this going to break it and be like ah i was going to be there in april but you made me wait now i'm out i don't think we've hit that point yet but we could have no, a week or two no, and more info comes out i don't think you lose the diehards no matter what i really don't it's 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 the ancillary fans it's the people who are like oh i like the baseball you know the that are just not they're just gonna go do something else. I don't know if there is a difference between a strike and a lockout in fans' minds. I honestly don't know if many people know which side is causing this. You know what I mean? Like, cause cause look, just just because I locked the door doesn't mean you were unreasonable for what you wanted to walk through the door, too. So like I think there's a lot of people, like if you if you went and did one of those quick like man in the street, hi, is it, you know, who's to blame? For baseball not being played, I bet you it'd be close to 50-50 of people going, oh, it's that, it's a strike or it's a lockout. or it's, You know what I mean? Like, it's the owners, it's the players, it's the owners, it's the players. I bet you most people don't know and don't care. Just either play or don't play, but shut the F up. Yeah. When we, May and June, especially in 2020, when you and I were, you know, that basically felt like it took up an hour to two hours of our show because that was the real point of no sports going on. Yeah. There was real animosity. And I know you felt it on social media from baseball fans were like, yeah. we don't want to hear you guys bitch about how many millions you're going to make. It was so tone deaf at that point with people losing their jobs during the pandemic and people getting furloughed that no one wanted to turn on sports center where they're hoping to see sports and be like, well, the players are upset that they're going to lose millions, but still make millions. It, it really turned people off. I think you and I both remembered we had to tell people, like, they're asking for them to take a 50% pay cut. How often would people right. want to do that? Like, there has to be some sensibility here of per game buy and all that. But we have not hit that point. I totally agree with you, by the way. Right. We have not hit that point of the animosity we felt two years ago in the spring and the summer. I just go back to these people, and this is probably me being on Twitter way too much, uh, working from home and just seeing the nonsense and using yeah, that as my sports, yeah, right, sports uh, wagering oh. advice. <laughs> Uh, that 
people always love screaming this out like baseball needs to change they need to fix stuff blah, blah. and we hear that all the time and i get that like right. it probably does but the people that want the season to be shorter also are saying it might hurt the fan base the people that want change don't know what change they want the people that don't want the shift think it hurts there is no unit like besides maybe the dh there is no like perfect fix for baseball and i don't even know if this is going to help or hurt it that that's the other hard part about this like once we come out of this strike or once we come out of this lockout so you, i don't you, know what he, yeah, and you know it, it right? and you still do yeah. it yeah I don't know um, if we're going to get any new changes either. Like, I don't know if it's going to well, appease everybody or what we're going to get out of the whole thing. I, I think it's, I think what it comes down to isn't changing the game because the game is, is kind of a beautiful thing for what, it, for what it is. Like it's getting people to understand what they're, what they're signing up for. And it's, it's marketing it better. Like that's, I, I still think that's the biggest problem. And, and I've said this a million times when I was a kid, you knew at least one player from every team. It, you know, if it was freaking Carney Lansford playing third base for the Oakland A's because he, he stood in that weird split, you at least knew at least one player. Like the worst team, you knew a player. And when that player got up to hit or whatever, you were like, oh, there's so-and-so. Or when that pitcher was on the bump, there's so-and-so. Like they would market it almost like a wrestling match. Like – Make sure you don't miss Yankee baseball this week with the New York Yankees take on Cardi Lansford and the Oakland Athletic. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they don't do that. Like you, there's there's teams in this league. Your your average fan probably does not cannot name a Pittsburgh Pirate. Like probably right. can't do it. I, I bet you there's a lot of fans as good as San Diego is. They probably don't know any of the Padres. You know, maybe maybe they know Manny Machado, but he kind of like Manny Machado always looked like an alien. And now he may as well have been abducted by one. Who becomes less relevant leaving Baltimore? Like what the what the f? Right. The chupacabra has been has been abducted. He's gone. Like there's baseball has screwed up and not let us know who we're watching. And then they should literally be selling themselves as the break. You know what I mean? Like like where football is fast, 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 fast. Like every all right. Boom, stop, boom, stop, boom. Baseball is all I can breathe here. <laughs> I can take yeah. a breath. Let me get an extra beer. Let me get like let me let me do this right. Let me chill out. Like, like me. I my the only reason I'm even remotely sane is sitting out in my backyard with a freaking cigar, a glass freaking bourbon on the rocks, and my radio listen to the Yankees. Because when you try to call me during that, you sure as hell better have boobs because I'm not answering otherwise. Like that's I'm sorry. Like like I answer the phone. Do you have boobs or is something on fire? No. Grandma? I'm sorry. What? Uh you know like <laughs> she died years ago. It's fine. But like you know what I mean? Like you that's my that's my time. You know what I mean? That's when I that's my yoga. That's my de-stressor. That's what I do. Baseball should be not just the great American pastime. It should be the great American like pass time. Like just chill the chill the F out and watch watch chess played like the way it should be where i'm not swinging for the fences every single fucking swing like stop changing baseball and start telling people what it really is yes and let's offer this perspective too especially for the podcast audience that might be a little bit younger and it definitely is remember and i didn't even realize this just thinking about this over the last month that sports like the nba and sports like the nhl in the early 80s to mid 80s their seasons were over in may like now the Stanley Cup and the NBA Finals is in June and sometimes late June. So when it used to end in May, 
you had from May to September that was baseball. Like that, you had four months of it. And to what you said, right? Like, um, it, it comes to the why. Like, and this goes for any business, any sports team. Why should I care? Or for the podcast audience that will enjoy this, why should I give a shit? Like, what is right. going to make me care? And that goes for anything, right. whether it's look, you could sell the Albany Empire because it's a party and a football game breaks out. Uh, hopefully people enjoy this podcast because it's different and unique and you enjoy us, our banter, whatever else, like whatever it is, a store, a movie, a television, evil show, radio took, you, took us away from you. Yeah, we get, That's it. Right. we get it. Like you have to, and maybe more than ever in the history of human beings in 2022 with so many options, you have to find a reason to make people care about what they're watching. And it goes to your marketability, right? Like I got to see Mike Trout or else I'm going to miss it. Well, well, you're not really going to miss it because you can just watch him tomorrow. But you right. might miss a huge play in the NFL if you don't have red zone. You might miss a great dunk by LeBron if you're not watching on a Friday. Like, that's the other big part about baseball. Then in 2022, they don't have the why. Like, why are we watching? What is right. what is the – and that's a hard thing to figure out. That's what every business tries to figure out. And maybe, maybe post-lockout, somebody smart figures it out. Shorter schedule, more hits, more home runs, more, whatever. Embrace mobile betting. That out. Embrace mobile hey, betting. In-game betting for real. Like really, right. like bat get, by bat. Yeah. Get get way better at marketing yourself for daily fantasy because because fantasy football is amazing. Fantasy baseball is a job. Like I have zero interest in fantasy baseball, but like I will throw together, like if, if I know if I've got like a long weekend and I know I have jack squat to do on a Sunday or whatever, I will throw together a daily roster. I'll I'll yeah, what the hell? You're gonna run, see what happens. But like to sign up for 162 a fantasy bit and hell no no thank you and i love the game but no i'll bet it but i'm not doing fantasy baseball also i gotta know like tom goslowski rodriguez the 15th who's like a backup catcher for the freaking you know st paul minor league team that's gonna get called up and so like f that like dude like there's people who love that stuff i am not that dude i can't go that deep in anything a nice plug here. Uh, getting there with Gaz's most recent guest was Mike Bartner, a guy from Gilderland who's now a full-time fantasy writer. He actually kind of like rolled his eyes like, fantasy baseball is a part-time job. It is? Like, yeah, we know. we know. When a fantasy guy who does it for a living says that, that's how brutal it can be. Yeah, for sure. Well, remember remember, um, well, Brady Farkas was way deep into it. So like he always knew stuff. But then Eric Hanneman was another one. Like Eric Eric Hanneman was, was the one who you could look at Eric and go, hey, I need a catcher. Who's not on a fantasy roster? How many teams in your league? Boom. How many of this? How about this guy? Boom, boom, boom. And like, but that's like his passion is going that deep in the rosters. Like my passion is not going that deep in the rosters. Like I like knowing who's playing for Scranton. I like I like knowing who's playing for the for the Yankee affiliates, but I'm not the if you think for one second I'm aware of who's in the minor league system for the Seattle Mariners, you got your goddamn mind. No thanks. <laughs> you know what? You know what I might be following this year? I might be following Tamarack High School Baseball for this reason. Chris Sonorato filled in on the Eminem and M Across the Board podcast. His brother coaches at Tamarack. And our guy oh, Tom really? over at Johnstone Supply in Troy might have a connection with the Tamarack team this season. So we got some Tamarack connection. And Tom works at Johnstone Supply in Troy. Shout out to our guy George. The winner. You That's a struggle. That's this. a stretch. You like you, you, had to get, you had to get to that one. Oh, it was so rough. I, I just like halfway through. One. I'm like, oh man, should I cut this out? This is terrible. Like, but I'm gonna fight like, through it here. I'm like, gonna fight through like this. A horrible transition. Kevin Bacon, right there, man. You're like, but <laughs> Chris on a baseball brother. one time. You know, yeah. MLB strikeout, the JV <laughs> and Varsity Capital Region Section Two teams. This is smooth, right? 
Chris Honorado has red hair. This team has red uniforms. That's why I go to Johnstone Supply to get my John Goodman furnace. That's right. You need a furnace? Let's talk about the strike in baseball. No, it's a lockout, guys. Did you say boiler? Johnstone Supply in Troy. I nailed it. That's right. 518-272-5922. You call that number. 518 518- Two seven two five nine two two, and say, guys, is so good as segues and transitions. I'm going to buy a boiler right now. Stop in all those competitive prices for your winter projects. Maybe you're snowed in right now and you're forced to listen to this podcast and you're staring at it and saying, I need a new one. 2% off, like Levesque said, John Goodman Furnaces, John Stone Supply and Troy. Support those guys. They're the best. I, I've seen in the last week, John Goodman has been on my TV screen in, I want to say like four movies. And a couple TV shows. Like, I watched The Connor still. It's weird to watch Roseanne without Roseanne, but I love John Goodman. So I saw him on that. Uh, the Hangover 3 was on the other night when I was trying to fall asleep. So he's he's in that. Uh, is it The Gambler with Mark Wahlberg where he's, like, kind of the bad guy? I saw him in that. I'm like – and he's in very he's various sizes. You know, uh, right. Ken Cloverfield Lane, he's in that. Like, it's like – the the many faces and waistlines of John Goodman. Like it's just I love that guy though. Like and then you go all the way back to when he was the, the coach in um in Revenge of the Nerds. Whoa. That's yeah, way you go all the way back. You go all the way back there. So like he's he's amazing. And he'll get you two percent off. That's that's how good John Goodman is. That's he's a, that, that Goodman's a good man. That's right. 2% off. Why did I just point to the tech stat? I don't know. I think no. I meant to point to my brain. Sure. By the way, I have a story behind I'll get this you 2% off. We'll figure something. I have a story behind <laughs> this. Before this podcast ends, I got to take this hat off because I uh, had something I was hiding under this hat. Obviously, it's my hair. But, uh, you might as well just do it now. I'll just do it right now. Then I'm, <laughs> yeah, set up. I'm going to use the John Goodman movies you just listed off there for trivia this week for sure. And it's going to be a okay. good choice. I, so don't, earlier, I, think I, I think I would do better on John Goodman trivia than most people. I think I think we just proved that right there. <laughs> uh, earlier today, uh, before we taped, so Rex woke up from his nap. And I'm like, you know what? His hair is out of control. Like, it's wild. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Uh, our guy Duke over at Duke's Barbershop, one of the last times we went, he gave us like Ric Flair, Randy Savage, and yeah. Ultimate Warrior styling hair. I'm like, Ooh, you know what? Yeah, I should just use this right now. So I decided yeah, as a, well, you know, I have fun with it. I totally forgot we were taping. So I made my hair like Ace Ventura. I don't know if it's still up like Ace right now, but I'll do the rest of the podcast. Let's see if it's still up. <laughs> that's, uh, it's not too bad. I don't know. Oh my God. It just, it just looks like my hairline is disappearing well, right now. Well, the worst, Look at no, it. you know what the problem, the problem is, yeah. The problem is that you've got that stuff. So your hair is kind of glumped up and up high. And where the light is, it looks like you're going bald. Look at this. It looks it like you're going bald. It looks like a dead rat's on my hair, and all my hair's disappeared. Look at this. This is the face of a president of a media company right there. <laughs> well, don't call the anybody back a president. On now. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> don't call anybody a president nowadays. Uh, <laughs> uh, LeBron, I, I, I just want to point know. out that I just want to point out that since we've been president, gas prices have gone pretty high. I just want to point that out. <laughs> pretty high. You know what? I call it founder instead. I just demoted myself just like that on the air. I'm now the founder. Of <laughs> yeah, isn't your wife the president? I thought that was. Eh, we'll talk to the accounts. Talk to Alex Bodenzik. That's a him. That's a his question. <laughs> uh, LeBron, I don't even know if we said this, Levac, that LeBron has said to the press that he has decided he is going to go wherever Bronny plays. His son, yeah. LeBron James Jr., when he goes to the NBA. He's going to that team. He has set up his contract for that to happen. If you draft Ronnie James, LeBron is coming. 
First of all, uh, very ambitious of LeBron just to say his kid's going to the NBA and somebody's going to take him. But as you see on our visual side, we wrote LeBron to Cleveland, New York. Uh, as a Knicks fan, I know we've done this for over a decade with Knicks fans, but are you cool a few years from now saying we'll take Bronny as long as LeBron's coming, even an old LeBron? See, this is what I'm really hoping because you, it's bold, it's whatever. Uh, what I'm really, really hoping is like Bronny is slated to go like two. But like the team sitting at two that year goes, yeah, we don't really want to deal with the LeBron circus. Like like, like LeBron gets the LeVar ball treatment. Like, yeah, uh, about that. Like, Bronny, we'll draft you, but do we have to sign your dad? Because he's kind of old now. He was a pain in the ass before. We don't need this fake hairline being a story here in New York. Can you can, – is it you or him? Can we – what do we got to do here? Help us out, little guy. Can you imagine if it's the Pelicans? They're going to lose Anthony Davis. They've lost Chris Paul. They're at some point going to trade Zion, and they're like, guys, I know I said any team. <laughs> Maybe not the Pelicans, please. I don't I don't buy it. You know what? I, I okay, here's the thing. As a sports fan, I want to see it happen because I didn't get to remember the Griffey Senior Griffey Jr. thing, and it's such a cool sports moment. I'm sure I can pull it up on YouTube, but it's a little different. This is so historic with this potentially happening, but I don't believe that LeBron at what quick math here 2024. 87 years old. Right, he'd be 39 or 38, counting all the playoff games. So I, you're doing it for a one-year rental for what? So, so what happens after LeBron retires? You're just gonna cut Bronny if he's not good enough? Hey, we had the one-year ticket sales. We're out. Thanks for. I don't, it's a really nice thing to hope to end his career with. That'd be great if it happens. But I don't know if LeBron is overvaluing himself at 39 years old whatever how dare you think lebron would overvalue himself he would never do such a thing uh i i mean dude as a knicks fan all the times that i wanted lebron and he just and he toyed with my emotions and it didn't didn't come here after you i don't want you i don't want you if Bronny's that damn good great but i don't want i'm done with lebron i'm over it no more lebron for me unless this year and then then we suck so it's fine but after this year it's over there's nothing better than LeBron basically saying, hey, Rams, we want to hop in on your celebration for the championship. And Dodgers, we want in too. Like, because of COVID and everything else, we should have one big Los Angeles celebration. Nothing says I love my team than saying, can we talk about how good we were two years ago? <laughs> <laughs> Giving up on the squad this year, huh, LeBron? Hey, I know we're still playing at everything, but can we get that party we missed out on two years ago? Right. Who cares? Let's go. Like that is the ultimate. Live in the this past. team stinks. This team stinks. We're terrible. I want to go back and celebrate again when we were actually good. Dude, it it's so it's so funny too because you you see it in in like all walks of life. Like the you your drama has a certain way to it, and I will accept that way if it's counterbalanced by skill, talent, beauty, whatever. He's still the best. Let's you know is, but it's like now you can see the end of the road. So it's kind of like I feel like I feel like this must be kind of like what Belichick was dealing with behind the scenes, where it's like, listen, Tom's really good, really, really good, but I've only been putting up with this crap because he's the absolute best. And sure, he's still the best right now, but uh, we're getting close. Let's go. Let's go ahead and part company with him right now. And it's like he goes and wins again. It's like you know what? It's worth it. So worth it. I have to listen to shit about avocado ice cream and TV twelve, and I. How much, how much, you know, friggin' whatever I got to drink, whatever. No, F that. Bye, bye, Tommy. Hang on a second. You just saying that, though. Could you have changed, obviously changed Belichick, but, like, 
isn't that Brady, LeBron, and Aaron Rodgers? Are all three of those guys, like you just said, the same thing going on at different locations? Like Brady was the first and LeBron and Rodgers are doing the same thing now? Yeah, but here's here's the worst part. Like, I don't – as good as Aaron Rodgers is, he doesn't belong in that conversation with, with Brady and, and LeBron. Like, if they if they if they did that stupid cartoon they did when I was a kid, like the All-Stars, where it was like Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, Bo Jackson were like fighting crime. I thought it, it was, was like the one a, with Elf where they try to get kids to stop doing drugs. Is it the same cartoon? Uh no, this was like all I I, I don't remember an yeah. Alf edition. All right, maybe uh, somebody looked that up. The Alf, I remember that as every year. Go ahead. No, it was like it was like all stars. <laughs> it was like the sports. It was like the best sports players in the world at the time, like fighting crime. Like it was it was hysterical. Um, but you Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be on that. He wouldn't be on that. He wouldn't be the one. So it, it might be Aaron Donald, but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Aaron Rodgers is more annoying than he is talented. Oddly, like as good as he is, he's more. The second you put out, I got big news. I have a cleanse that makes me puke and shit myself. Like that's your big. Okay, all right. You know what? TB12 is looking better. It's looking a little avocado ice cream. Suddenly, not so terrible. Like whatever. Like he's that hot chick who's just way crazier than he is hot. Yeah, and you know what? So comparing these three again, right? LeBron has already made a decision. You know, LeBron yeah. said, "I'm going to go wherever Bronny goes. I don't care where it is. We're going there." Tom Brady has said. Uh, I'm retired, even though local Tampa media battled with the initial reports, but now he's going to back and move. It looks like he's going to actually be retired. Aaron Rodgers took a two-week cleanse, crapping his pants, puking everywhere. You're telling me after 12 days of just meditating and shitting everywhere and puking everywhere, you're just like, (laughs) you know, I don't know. I'm not quite. I need a day 13. I wasn't. Like, that is the most self-absorbed thing ever, right? Where, like, I just did 12 days to meditate and find out what I really wanted to do. And after the 12 days, I'm like, I'm still really not sure. <laughs> what am I well, then why'd you do it? Then why'd you do it? Right. I, he's he's just he, – he, I can't take him. Like, I can't. I can't. Like, I, I struggle with whether or not I would want him to be the Raiders quarterback. Like, like as talented as he is and as better as much better as he makes like he's better than Carr. Do I want to be the team that has him as a quarterback? Like we joked that if he was your quarterback in Tampa, you'd be like, oh, he's a great player, whatever. I would get I would wrap my brain around it because I would need to, but man, it would taste it would taste salty. Like I, I didn't like Rich Gannon until like it was over. Because Rich Gannon was weird. And he ain't nearly as weird as Aaron Rodgers. Like not even in the ballpark of weird. He's <laughs> like four four blocks down, just looking at him like, crap. I was just a, I was just a journeyman. I was awkward. I wasn't like I wasn't out here talking to everybody about you know the divergent chick making me puke and poop myself and whatever. Even though we already broke up. Rich Gannon is like the professor or the teacher you have that is just like I don't I'm I mean you're not my friend. I'm not going to hang out with you. You're in my life. You're kind of weird. You love teaching U.S. history every year. I mean, you're something. He came in really handy. I like, I, what are the math teacher? Like, I don't like you, but I did score significantly higher on the SATs because a couple things you said. So, all right, cool. I mean, whatever. <laughs> you <laughs> you better C. in the rear view than you did in the, through the, through the windshield. So, okay, fine, whatever. That's right. That C is now a B. Plus. I'll take whatever you did, but I'm not going <laughs> to say you're one of my favorite teachers. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. And I've met Gannon since, and he's a decent enough dude, but he likes himself. He definitely likes himself. Did I tell you the story? I'll tell the story now. I told you the story, what happened with that interview with Rich Gannon and me, right, in Guns? 
I you told me. I don't think you told it on the podcast. All right. So, so our guy Mike Gunzelman, shout out to Gunsman, does awesome stuff at the Gun Show on Twitter. If you are a fan of emo music, he's doing Who Wants to Be an Emo Millionaire, which is actually a hilarious concept. So go check that out if you want. So Guns like couldn't emo. do it. Emu instead. Emu. Yeah. emu. Let's get them as a sponsor. I'd like to actually have them on. Uh, but Guns says, "Hey, I can't do this interview. Can you do this for me?" I'm like, "Sure, man. Who who are we interviewing?" He says, "I'm interviewing Rich Gannon." I'm like, "Awesome." So I wanted to have Levac do it. I tried getting him in. The people said, hey, um, honestly, you're just kind of emceeing it. You're keeping the things moving right there. So you only need one person. Okay, fine. Whatever. So Gannon, like five minutes before we connect, he goes, hey, um, look, here's what you do. Just set me up for this stuff. And then you can ask me whatever you want, whatever you want to ask me about. Good to go. I'm like, awesome. That's cool. But like, he's super professional. He's got the perfect background, perfect mic, you know. So he goes, hey, just set me up for like the 10 pillars of success. I'm like, okay. So right. I set him up for it really easy. Levesque, he went for 25 minutes. And in like, peace. It, it was like a 35 or 40 minute thing. He just went. And I'm sitting there like a goop. Just laughing. <laughs> I'm not laughing, but like, I, like wow, that's a good one. Point seven. I was like marveling at how he was pulling this off. I'm like, he, he is pulled like, the Brown. Yeah, but like. But it was like Ray Lewis. He's like nailing these points and he's looking at the camera. I'm like, how is this guy doing this? And all of a sudden he gets to nine and the sheet falls down. <laughs> like that. Now. Oh, oh, he had them all written down. Unbelievable. He had had me oh. fooled for somebody who talks for a living. I'm like, I was like, I'm watching the greatest talker of all time in sports history. And then the sheet <laughs> fell down. I'm like, okay, I get it. He just has this whole thing memorized basically and has his bullet points up in front of him. So I yeah, that's kind of what he'd be like. I thought he was pulling a Will Brown where it's like, you know, like if, if things are going bad, you get Will on. Hey, Will, how are you? Well, let me explain. And he would like 10 minutes later, he'd be done with that answer. And it's like, okay, bye. <laughs> so can't, guys. All right, peace so out. So we can't ask cool. about the injuries of the substitutes, huh? It's a pretty good way to right. do it. No, we're good. Okay. All right. You don't want to talk about the Albany Cup? All right. Bye. Thanks. There was a Miami Hurricane Center. I cannot remember his name right now, but I covered him at the Providence NCAA tournament in 2016. They were actually at the same hotel I was. And I heard it from a reporter. They said, hey, I can't remember his name, but he's like, he's going to give you a 90-second answer every time. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, what he does is he talks as long as he can so they don't take one quote out of it. So they're either recording or writing. He'll watch what you do. So that way he never gets quoted. And I'm like, who taught him that? Because that's awesome. <laughs> like, right. More athletes should have been taught that. And he wasn't – I don't think he was born in America. So he was even more nervous about like – getting misinterpreted by what he was like oh my god who told that kid to do that because more people if you don't want to get quoted should do that right well yeah but everybody wants to get quoted nowadays everybody yeah, wants to even sure. the ones even the ones who, who say they don't want to because it gets it improves your brand and then you can make more money you know and then you could use that money to buy your dream home if you really wanted to Ooh. which you could do by getting a hold of my friend cindy martin you call cindy martin part of the howard Hanna realty group at 518-932-5558. By the way, the number is wrong on the uh, the scroll. Um, what? What do you mean it's, it's wrong? Missing a, it's, it's missing a five. It's missing a five. No way. You'll see it. You'll see it. You'll see it. Um, <laughs> but Sydney is the best. Good. Part of the Jen Karen team at Howard Hanna Realty. Uh, she is phenomenal. And she, when you work right, with Cindy. her, you become one of her people. So it's, you know, it, like just like I looked out for her by going, hey, Missing a five in the cell phone number. She's like, you know what? Whatever you need, I got you. That's what she does. Like something was wrong in your house that she knows that he's convicted. She calls me whatever time it is and make sure that we're on the job. 
That's what Cindy does. She works locally, globally. She works with the best inspectors, the best attorneys, the best, all of insurance companies, all of it right here in the capital region. And she can help you in other markets as well. Cindy Martin, good friend, great realtor, 518. I'm sorry. I just happened to look like down while I was saying the number. And You're rather good, Jared's? I'm like, no, well, no, the before. And I was like, wait, that's not her number. It's missing a five. I'm like, look at me. Like, I actually renew something. 518-932-5558. 518-932-5558. That is her cell phone number. Cynthia Martin at HowardHanna.com. She is, she's great. She's just, she's just amazing. I love me some Cindy. And uh, of course, 17 year cancer survivor, kicking cancer's ass. And getting you great deals on your home, either you're selling it, you're buying it. She's there to help you get it done. That's what she does. That's um, right. And, and now more so than uh, ever, you need to call her because now you see yeah. it. When Gaz updated his ticker this week for the March spots, he left out yeah, maybe five. Leave out, and now maybe, you need to call her. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe leave out that Gaz left out of five in the first one. And then when you go, hey, 518-932-5558, I knew it all along. I just needed the right time to call. That's what you do. <laughs> Luckily, I, I was always saying. That'll work. <laughs> um, LeVac and Gaz, of course, check us out. Godzilla Media's YouTube, Techies Fire and Water Restoration, uh, Facebook page. Sometimes we show up on the Empire stuff. Um, do you, this Tuesday coming up, do you want to do at Tech East? Do you want to do over at MVP again? I want to do what's best for my partner. All right. So that's Jordan. MVP is back to me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. Whatever. I'll let you know where I am. <laughs> I didn't know if coach was in. The only reason I was afraid to answer, I didn't know if coach was officially moving into his office that day and we had to move. Yeah, he'll be here. He'll be here by then. Right? Well, March 1st, he gets here. March 1st. It's Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll be here that day. So we won't right. we won't take over his office again. Right. I did. I, I hid some underwear in there. See if he finds them. So <laughs> it was such a great I don't, even, I don't know if I want to talk. Like, I don't, is it, you want to talk about this wrestling thing? Yes. I don't know. If, I don't know if it paints me in a good light to talk about what this wrestling mean? thing. So here, here's what happened, right? I would say this is a new thing we've learned in the podcast world. And, and maybe you think I'm going different with this. And Boston Dan is involved in this one as well. Hopefully he's listening. He hasn't replied to anything in like I weeks. Know. Is he alive? I, what is going on with him? But I think one thing we found out is that what we are sharing in our group messages together, because we don't spend as much time as we used to, oh, sad, that our hottest topic in our text message needs to always make the show. That is something that didn't happen in radio yeah. because- well, But he didn't, didn't reply to any of it. Maybe it shouldn't then. <laughs> But if we are talking about something and we go to the internet and it is on fire, we are going to talk about it. And this is without question. I believe it was the second most talked about thing for a 12-hour window on Tuesday night. And now it's still being talked about. There is a new star in the WWE. She is in NXT. She is Nikita Lyons. Now, some of you are going to wonder, like, all right, you guys are talking about some minor league female wrestler. There's a reason Miss Nikita Lyons has gone viral. We're going to throw this up on the visual side. If you are on audio, now is the time to pause the episode or to Google Nikita Lyons. Two Ks, by the way. I got that one right. Uh, right. Here she is in the finish. Why do you think she didn't have a third K? No idea? Okay. Her debut match. Here's Nikita. There she is. Get that stupid banner out of there, guys. My God, that's what we want to see. There it is. That's what's up. Should we even kill the ticker here, too? We love our sponsors. No, oh, there, there you go. Yep. There yeah. Yeah. I thought now, you I wonder, said, like, she was yeah. NXT before, right? Or is she still NXT? She was. She is, so where is, is she now? She is still, that is her debut match. She has never wrestled before until that match. I swear I've seen that 
rear end before. I don't know. <laughs> so Nikita Lyons has found a way to go viral to break the internet from one photo, one picture. Boom. She could be the next star in the WWE and for whatever reason. Well, we know the reason. Maybe because the NBA was off and uh, baseball's in a quite lockout her. football ended. <laughs> Levesque, what do you make of the internet breaking because of this female WWE wrestler? Even with Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey in the main event of one of the nights of WrestleMania, this is the woman taking over the internet. Well, I mean, <laughs> she she knows her audience. How's that? Is that is that a good way to put it? She knows yes. she knows what the people want, and it's it's the people's butt cheek, which she dropped on that poor girl. She dropped it like her butt was hot. Um, she, I don't, <laughs> I'm afraid because you. So you sent this into the chat, and we used to do this periodically. You would give me a topic and I would have to ramble off as many one-liner jokes, stuff like that, as I could come up with as fast as I could. Like your favorite was like James Harden's weight and stuff like that. James Olive Harden. Yeah, that was yours. Was Harden arteries. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so good. I wish Harden was fat again. Right. Well, give it time. He's he wants Philly tonight. He makes his debut. I mean, we're going to post this on Saturday, but when we're taping it, he makes his debut tonight. Eat those cheesesteaks, Jimmy. Jimmy Harden, eat so, them up. So you sent you sent the picture, and before you well, you sent the tweet, before you could reference the comments, I began trying to name her finishing move. <laughs> do I just do I just go full in? Like, hey, I'm a pig, and I said some terrible things. I think the way this podcast is going today, you share as much or as little as you want, Levac. You do exactly what you want out there. I think I think it just all right. Listen, here's what here's the truth of the matter. I didn't say any of these. I was hanging Damn out dude. with Yale. I was I was hanging out with Yale. Yale McGillerton. Yale McGillerton. Oh wow. He he wrote all these, so it wasn't really me. And each time he wrote and said it, I was like, oh my god, I put my phone down. I was like, stop it, dude. He's like, you know, the way he talks, he said, like, I'm going to yeah. do what I do, whatever. If you want to impersonate um, him, because I know you do a very good impersonation of Yale. If you feel more comfortable right. reading those in a Yale impersonation voice, that makes you feel Should better. I do it? Especially for All an right. audio audience, they might be like, okay, is that actually Yale? Because I know you do a good impersonation of him. All right, I'll do the impersonation just because that way. So to be very clear that if you're angry, be angry at Yale. Don't be angry at me. Is that called the clam slam? It's a really good impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> he then he then went. You know how the Rock has the people's elbow that looks like the people's vagina. God, Yale. Good God, I hate that guy. My God, Low tide. Yale. Um, terrible. And instead of the F five, that's the F me. That's my favorite one. That's my favorite. One. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think Yale was capable of that. Or I did not think he was capable of telling you that one. That is my favorite one. That's very good. He then yelled out, caption this photo. Does this pin make my butt look big? That's more of Yale style. That's that's yeah. that that's more of what I expect out of him in his Capri shorts out on the boat. You know, this reminds me of Bret Hart's sharpshooter. It's the sharp pooter. All right, that's enough. <laughs> he then went rapid fire. The that's ass no, hurt, the butt hurt, the grand slam. It's called the parent. Her parents must be proud. <laughs> and he ended with, "Look, boys, it's the hoedown." 
And I was like, dude, yeah, come on. He goes, cancel me, bitches. I don't care. You want to submit your own picks. That's right. Uh, <laughs> at the Jeff Levac at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G. It was easy on Twitter. If you saw the key, this wonderful picture. I'm thinking about you. I, I, I'm very conflicted here. Should I use that okay. picture to promote the podcast on social or a picture of Syracuse basketball? I think I'm going no, with Syracuse that basketball. Picture. No, no you gotta do that I can't picture. put that on my Instagram. No. Why not? Dude, more people are going to – well, that'll be the most traffic freaking Levac and Goss ever. All right, I'll put it on Twitter and Instagram. Apple and bottom jeans. Twitter and Instagram, I'll use with that. The strap. All right, Levac said this should be the picture I used to promote this week's yeah. Levac and Goss. And then on Facebook when we have do more sponsors. Well, all right, do you want high. integrity or do you want clicks? Uh, I mean, the weekend both. ones are tougher to get the clicks on, so we're going with the clicks. And we're going with you Nikita on you, Twitter you and Instagram. You can't have – right, you got to – you gotta uh you gotta drop it like it's hot. And by it, I mean her ass. You started this. I never would have seen it. I know, it. I and I'm so glad I did. I'm mean, sorry, Yell never would have seen it. And he wouldn't have gone on that full rant of all the different ways you could name that. I I kinda like the her parents must be proud. Is That's that a great one too. <laughs> There's no transition here, but if you want financial advice about things you can save on your insurance, I'm gonna policies, need money, so yeah, because I'm gonna get canceled. Because Jared Lozier is your guy at Northeastern Insurance. Vote for him at the Times Union for Best Insurance Agency and his crew over at Northeastern Insurance. If you're looking to save money on the things that are important to you, your car, your home, your business, whatever it might be, make sure you're getting quotes and saving that cash. Give him a call today, 518 956 3753 518 956-3753. Email him, J-A-R-E-D-L at nemail.com. You know what? We've told you so many different ways to email Jared for a different title. Here's what I'd rather you have do. Of all the times from the fall until now, J-A-R-E-D-L at nemail.com. Just leave no subject as the title. And then <laughs> boom, the picture of Nikita. And that's it. Just the Nikita <laughs> Lions photo of the pin. That in the body of the message, copy, paste, no subject, and confuse the hell out of Jared. And then he'll reply probably, and then you get a free quote. So there you go. Those are the specials we offer here. Jared Lozier, Northeastern Insurance. Email him. Call him today. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, he's, he's, he's all right. He's, he's not, I don't know if he's Nikita worthy, but, you know, whatever. Whatever. Uh, Levac, this is one of the weirdest weeks of the year. We said this a little bit at the start. It's like this in that July weekend hosts like home run derby all-star game where in the world of sports, this is like one of the most dead weeks of the year. This is usually when we go on vacation, we enjoy time off, but we are here. We got cool things going on. Let's do this. Let's do one more promotion before we sign off here. Uh, info. Where and when, especially for people listening on a Saturday morning in their car or shoveling snow or whatever. Sorry, I was on Nikita's. I was on Nikita's Instagram. What? Uh, where can they where, find us? Is yes, what? where can they find you today, at Saratoga? <laughs> if they're listening on a Saturday, I'll be at the uh, Saratoga Beer Summit at the Saratoga City Center. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're going to have the team with me. Like as far as the office team, the, the actual team is going to be here probably early April. Uh, so come see the Empresses, Get your picture taken. Sign up to get your season tickets. I might have some championship shirts up for grabs. And, of course, well, the real reason there is beer. So if you want to drink beer with me, listen to music, and have a blast, I'll see you at the Saratoga City Center. To Dizay, yo. That's right. Shout out to that. We are back on Tuesday. Uh, GodzillaMedia.com for more info on our shows. we got three shows coming up in the second week of March. We're going to be out live a bunch of places. we got a lot of cool stuff on the way. 
uh, yeah, this is one of our shorter shows in the weekend, but that sometimes is going to happen. Sometimes we'll go two hours. Sometimes because well, you broke out the Nikita Lions crap early, and then I just I'm like whatever. I mean, if we're gonna you're gonna distract me with that and threaten me with a good time. You already start winning some more games, Sienna. Start winning some more games so we can talk about you guys potentially making the NCAA tournament. That's what I'd love to see happen. Lacrosse is on the way. Scott Marr, hopefully he's feeling all right. I know there's a wild report out there about the skin cancer stuff. Hopefully coach is feeling well. He's taking care of all that stuff and everything. So lacrosse is on the way. Baseball, let's get started, man. We got to get some more sports talking about here in upstate New York and some teams to start winning. So it makes our job a little easier. Absolutely. Yeah. The win for us. That's <laughs> that's, that's the, the title of today's episode. Win for us. Yeah. Win for <laughs> us. I mean, that's, you know what? Uh, it just occurs to me. I, I might run over to, uh, to trivia tonight. And whenever I do trivia, I think of our good friend Pete Lynch and his advice I'm going to use today. Take it easy, guys. And if it's easy, take it again. <laughs> 